Welcome to the Ashram Podcast, made possible by the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management to support efforts to advance safe and trusted healthcare through enterprise risk management. You can visit ashram, that's A-S-H-R-M dot org slash membership to learn more and to become an Ashram member. I'm Bill Klaproth. On this podcast, we're going to talk about how to make sure your ERM program keeps up in a world of constant change. With me is Denise Shope, team leader, risk and claims management with RCMND Units and Risk Advisors, and Rebecca Cady, Vice President, Chief Risk Officer at Children's National Medical Center in Washington, D.C. Rebecca and Denise, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. So there is so much change happening around us. How do you keep up with all of that? So, Rebecca, how do you keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening, and how do you prioritize what to address? Thanks, Bill. Glad to be here. So I would look at this in terms of a communication strategy. So you want to read as much as you can, get on listservs, get signed up for newsletters, really have a good situational awareness of what's happening in your industry and what's happening in your local area. You want to talk to the people in your organization. Talk to the legal department. What deals are they working on? Talk to the strategic planning folks. What things are we considering in terms of partnerships? Talk to them about how things are going with the strategic plan. See if you can get a hold of the latest update to the board of directors on how the strategic plan is going. And then just talk and find out what people are worried about. And then lastly, talk to your peers. What are they saying? What are their boards worried about? Is there something that they may have picked up on that you guys haven't picked up on yet, but that still could be something you need to worry about? And then in terms of prioritization, I would say really focusing on stuff that will impact your strategic plan would be at the top of the list. The other things that I always try to prioritize are things that we realize that we don't have a good plan for yet, right? So If there's something bubbling up there and we look and say, well, wow, we really don't have anything in place as to how we're going to handle this if and when it happens to us. Those are the kinds of things that I would escalate. And then you also want to really look at anything that's bubbling up that might threaten your regulatory status. Because obviously, if you get something like a big ding from CMS or if Joint Commission is coming in, if you're getting an immediate Jeopardy visit, then those are things that can really escalate quickly and impair the organization. So that's another way that I prioritize stuff. But Denise, you see programs from all over. What kinds of things are are you seeing in this area? Yeah. Hi, Becky. And yeah, thanks for including me today. And I appreciate that as well. I agree with everything you said. I think that as far as your prioritizations, you need to really look both, like you mentioned, internally in your organization, what's happening with your strategic plan, what other initiatives are occurring, But then also look external to your organization as well. What's happening in the industry? What's happening to your competitors? Are there risks or events or untoward occurrences that are happening that make you pause and go, hmm, have we addressed that situation in our our ERM plan? Is this something that could happen to us? What other trends are happening even in the market in general, whether it's with your competitors or, you know, on the insurance front? Don't be afraid to ask questions. And I think also as far as prioritization, you really need to be nimble, right? You might have a great plan in place. You've got your sort of three, four, or five risks that you've prioritized, but now you're halfway through the year and something changes. 
something like a pandemic, for example, you need to be able to pivot and really readjust your ERM plan to address those emerging risks that you may not have seen six months ago or even a year ago. Excellent information. I took some quick notes. So have a situational awareness, talk to the various departments, talk and find out what people are worried about, right? Talk to your peers as well. And then also make sure you think of things you don't have a plan for, which is a great idea and anything that threatens regulatory status. And then look externally in the industry, look for trends, ask questions. Great great advice. So thank you for that. And then Rebecca, what metrics should ERM professionals consider tracking in order to understand the performance of their ERM program? Thanks. So I like to look at this as a mix of what I would call hard metrics and soft metrics. And I'll give you a little bit of an example of what I mean by that. So a hard metric would be how many event reports are you getting a year on things that are enterprise risk events or concerns. We track patient safety reporting all the time, but we should also be tracking the number of enterprise risk related business events that get reported to us and what kind of events are getting reported to us. So that's kind of a hard metric, but on the soft side, what are the things that people are sending to you that where they're saying, hey, you know, we're thinking about doing this and we thought we'd better pull risk in or where you're at a meeting with a CEO who asks a question that's very enterprise risk focused. So those are the softer signs that your program is performing well when people are coming to you early with strategic things to get your input on the front end. When the CEO and other members of leadership are asking these kinds of questions or making those comments during meetings, that's kind of a softer sign that you're, that you're making progress in your work. The next thing I would look for is how many nasty surprises have we had over the last year? And what do I mean by that? That's kind of my shorthand term for any unreported event that bubbles up that was knowable, but that nobody picked up and told the organization about so that it kind of swooped in and made a nasty surprise for people to have to deal with. And then the next thing I would look at is, are you doing RCAs or any kind of performance improvement work on your business events? If you're not, I highly recommend that you should be, because really, if you're moving towards high reliability on the business side, you really need to get to those root causes and what are causing these things to happen so that you can put plans into place to fix them. And then lastly, I would measure this against your ERM work plan. Are you getting the things done that you said you were going to do? Ideally, you have a work plan for the year, but you should also have a two, three, four-year plan that really has built in your kind of the maturity of your program and how are you pulling your program along to be a more mature program. So plain and simple, like, are you getting this stuff done? Are you getting it done on time? And is it working? Those are the kinds of things I would look at. Denise, how about you? Yeah, I agree. I especially agree with the work plan piece, Becky, that you're going to have your ERM work plan, right? And you're going to have very specific, maybe high-level objectives within that plan. But then I think it's really important to make sure that you have goals and tactics of how you're going to actually move the needle as it relates to those risks that you've identified. And so go back to that ERM work plan. Look at those goals. Look at those objectives. And then look at the tactics that you've put into place. So even some metrics as it relates to 
Did you create the infrastructure, particularly if you're early on in your ERM program, did you create the infrastructure that and the communication plan that you designed and were you able to launch that and implement that? So these are sort of outcome performance metrics, if you will, but basically going back and, and saying, did we do what we said we were going to do? Did we meet in as frequently as we wanted to do? Did we create meaningful reports internally so that we were able to take action when it was appropriate. So again, just sort of measuring the components of your ERM work plan are really important as well, especially early on. And as you mentioned, as you go forward and your plan develops, your maturity will develop as well and your metrics will will follow through with that. Thank you for that really good advice Some great tips from you, Rebecca and Denise. So thank you for that. And then Rebecca, how often should an organization be assessing its ERM program maturity? So I wouldn't do a formal assessment any more often than every other year. Importantly, you're going to have some idea based, again, on how much progress are you making on your work plan and your multi-year plan. If you're getting those things done, then you should actually have a fairly good real-time feel for the maturity of your program. It may be important every couple of years to sort of formally have that assessed. Some programs actually get an assessment from an outside source where you've got someone coming in from the outside to look at your program and validate that, yes, you're at X or Y or Z maturity level. I don't really think that's necessary. If you've got the money and have found somebody who can do it for you, that's fine. But I think you can measure that based on the own work that you're doing and what progress you're making there. Yeah, I agree, Becky. I think that, as you said, doing that, what I call large-scale enterprise-wide risk assessment We usually recommend at least every three years, certainly no more frequently than every two years. And then in the interim, if in fact the organization is seeing different changes or they've met certain goals as far as their current ERM plan, they may want to go back and do what I would call sort of a micro assessment and kind of maybe do some interviews with some key leaders and say, you know, what else is happening? Is there something we've missed on our ERM work plan on our risk registry is Do we need to adjust this somehow because of either internal or external forces that are really making us kind of relook at the work that we're doing? And again, that doesn't have to be the full scale deep dive risk assessment, but rather just sort of a touch point halfway through that process, through that cyclical process of really evaluating whether or not you've got the right risks on your register. And I agree, as time goes on, you'll be able to then again, go back and evaluate on an ongoing basis the efficacy of that larger ERM plan. Are you meeting those goals? Are you meeting those objectives? And really be able to drive ERM as part of the ongoing culture and structure within the organization. Well, thank you both for your time today. Before we wrap up, if I could just get uh, final thoughts from each of you. Rebecca, let me start with you when it comes to change or die, how to make sure your ERM program keeps up in a world of constant change. Any final thoughts on that? I would say just keep making incremental progress. Don't ever get to what we we used to call the okay corral, where you're just kind of floating along. And if you're, if you're not agitating to do something new or something more sophisticated, then you may be in danger of your program dying. Don't fall into the okay corral. I love that. And Denise, <laughs> any, any final thoughts from you? I agree. And, and we have a colleague that always says, don't let perfect get in the way of good meaning don't be afraid to launch your program. Don't be afraid to move forward. You can tweak it as you go. You'll get better 
as time goes on. But if you just always in the planning phase and never able to launch or execute, then you'll never get off the ground. And, and I think that's the most important thing. Don't be afraid to challenge yourself and don't be afraid to make some mistakes as well. It's not a perfect process. And like risk management programs, even traditional programs, you've seen one, you've seen one. ERM in healthcare is somewhat similar to that. You've seen one program, you've seen one. So make it work in your organization. Embed the work in the work that you're already doing. But keep enterprise risk management on the agenda, especially with your senior executives. If you've seen one, you've seen one. I love that. That's so good. <laughs> so good. Well, Rebecca and Denise, thank you so much for your time. This has really been informative. We appreciate it. Thanks again. Thank you. It's been fun. Sure. Have a good day. Thank you. And once again, that's Denise Shope and Rebecca Cady. And the next offerings for Ashram's ERM certificate program will be July 13th and 14th at the Ashram Express and September 9th and 10th at the pre-conference program. For more information, visit ashram.org slash education slash ERM certificate. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.